today on Break the Mold, I'm going to be interviewing Cherry, a 49-year-old transgender woman, and they're going to explain their journey and their experiences that they've had. Uh, who I think I am. Mm. Couldn't say it was that I was transgender. I, you know, I'd said I don't know, but I really that's. I love how that feels. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, you know, and I feel really ashamed when I was crying. You know, not I could never cry very well, and I'll get to that oh. in a little bit because I because I cried very easily as a child, and I was reprimanded once or twice oh, in a way that yeah. was really unpleasant. Um, mm. So I learned, and I was mocked by my older brother, and I was. Boys don't cry. Yeah, and my dad, not you know, my dad's lovely, so it wasn't done in a bad way, but it was done, yeah. in, you know, in a way that made me feel like I was disappointing him. Hi, welcome to Break the Mold. My name's Anwen Steckerhoffs. Thanks for listening. I acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land, the Shaja Wurrung of the Kulin Nation. I pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging that hold the memories, traditions and cultures of Aboriginal peoples. This is Aboriginal land. Sovereignty has never been ceded. Today I'm really excited to have um, a special guest, Cherry. Oh, sorry, keep going. Yes. I'm interrupting you. Hi. <laughs> How are you today? I'm really good, thank you. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm fantastic. Good. And we've got a beautiful day. Yes. You know, I'm looking at your window. Yes. You can see it. It's um, nice. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah. Thank you for coming on. Um, so um, today we're going to discuss. Um, your relationships in regard to um, your transitioning? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess, could we, could I just, could, could I just say that, hi, you know, because I'm Cherry. Yes. Uh, I'm a 49-year-old transgender woman. Um, so that kind of gives that context to your you yes, listeners, beautiful. your listeners. Um, yeah. Sorry, cutting in. I just yeah, no, that's that good. Was, yeah, that's good. <laughs> so, um, uh, would you like to talk maybe a bit about um, your childhood and some of those feelings that you had early on? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, my, I have very early recollections. Not a lot of them, but there's little um, flags that pop up in my memory. Uh, and I didn't know what they were. I had no actually. I didn't have context until really solidified context until decades later. Um, but uh, you know, remembering um, little things from I, I think it was around four or five. Um, you know, um, sharing bathtub with fam. You know, very close family friends who had some daughters and just wanting. I actually remember tucking so that it looked like I was a girl. Um, mm. You know, like I was, you know, at that age, you don't really present any specific gender except for your genitals, really. So that was that. Was that. And I remember just thinking they were, um, girls were amazing. Um, so, you know, there's also lots of times when I was like, why are they so mean? Um, <laughs> but, you know, that's just dynamic of childhood. So that was really my earliest memory. I also remember wanting to, as I moved through that early childhood as a boy, um, feeling having a moment within family that um, um, brought out this sense of shame about femininity within me. So no. I, um, which I won't go into any details of that, but it did bring up, um, you know, something for me, and and I started really f fiercely, ferociously defending that I was a boy, because I felt 
um, that it was really shameful to want to be anything else. So, mm. um, uh, which is, you know, it, now when I think about that, you know, or if someone else was telling me that, I would be like, well, that's a little, uh, that's not a little, that's quite sad that, mm. that you know, to feel shame as, as at that age. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So that was, they're my early recollections. Through childhood, there was times when I, um, I would, there was just things that I was drawn to that if we look at the stereotypes of masculine and feminine activities for boys and girls, um, you know, I was really drawn to, um, I wasn't drawn to um, sports, I wasn't drawn to a lot of the things, boys, where I loved soft toys, I loved cute things, um, and I, um, I loved sewing and cooking like really Great, early yeah. on I just loved those things and associated with those things and I loved jewelry um, uh, and I got a bit you know once again you know I've got an older brother who is very um, um, has very strong masculinity and and I um, th- you know just grew up thinking he was the most incredible person a little bit mean sometimes and and he would occasionally do things that you know I, um, I'm trying to think of the right word it was it was like being um, like it was degrading to be playing with soft toys and to cute things right you know. so um, then did you like start to be a bit competitive um I, I just never felt like I could be competitive with oh, him because okay. he was not until so, later so on. Masculine. Yeah, um, and so fit and and physically active and mm. and brave, um, and seemed to have like zero pain threshold. Whereas you know I would <laughs> yeah. be in tears over the smallest things, <laughs> cried very easily, um, and and would not want to hop in the billy cart and go down the hill because I might hurt myself or right. Um, so I was very cautious. Um, uh, and, but although, I tried. Although those later things. you said you did bodybuilding. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did. I um, uh, very obsessed about that. There's a funny. I'll get to that. There's a funny story <laughs> that'll relate to. It'll tie back in with where I'm at now. Um, so I got through primaries. I had other moments. Um, you know, I remember um, as a child, eight, eight or nine. Uh, you know, would stay at my grandparents' house, um, and they had a pool, and my cousin would stay there and would be swimming and playing, and my cousin would um, use the um, downstairs bathroom and get changed, and and she would just leave her bathing suit in the bottom of the shower and go, you know, get changed, mm-hmm. and then I would get to use the bathroom, and so I'd lock the door and I'd be in there and I would wear that bathing suit. I'd be like, I'm like, okay, get to put on the one-piece <laughs> bathing suit. Um, and... And just loved how it felt, and, yeah. and the material, and um, and and then you know, shamefully, like I locked doors. I knew that I had to keep that really hidden. Like could not, mm, of um, course, uh, be caught because then the people would know, and they even know what they didn't. At that point, I don't know what they would know. I just felt ashamed about it. So, um, yeah. except you were brought up in a very liberal. Yes, I was brought up in the 70s in a, um, uh, let's, let me use the word quaint, it's not quaint, but a town, <laughs> St Andrews, which is um, near the base of uh, the Kinglake Ranges, north of Melbourne, so 50 kilometres north of Melbourne, um, and it was in the 70s, there was a lot of um, mud brick houses being built, uh, yeah. middle class um uh, middle class hippies breaking away from mm. um, you know their parents and um, there was so were their parents conservative yeah ah, yeah right so, so they were being rebellious yeah mm. yeah very a lot of them were very conservative parents and grand grandparents were very conservative uh, yeah. uh, mine in particular incredibly on my father's side um, my grandmother Connie was just beautiful though she was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so St. Andrew's hippies, yeah. um, very, very, um, uh, um, 
loose morals, maybe you could call it that way. They, <laughs> yeah. you know, boundaries. That's probably a better way. Yes. There's very, yeah. very little in the way of boundaries. Um, mm. you know, um, and children need boundaries, don't they? Yeah, like mm. we we had boundaries as um, as children in the sense of our growing up and education and things, but it was more yeah. to do with the boundaries of what we were exposed to. Yeah. Um, uh, by the adults, mm. you know, and um, there was a, you know several families all really close and spent a lot of time together and helped each other build their houses and and you know and behaved in um, yeah. There was times when they were all so sordid, really, <laughs> you know, like seen things, you know. What's that line out of? Um, uh, Blade Runner, right at the end, when he's the um, the um, replicant is um, I can't remember the actor's name. Incredible, incredible um, scene. He says, "I've seen things you people wouldn't believe," mm. you know, and then goes on yes. for the rest of that monologue. And yeah. I always love that because it's like, oh, I feel like you know, <laughs> on a totally different context. I've seen things that children shouldn't <laughs> see, and you know, things you wouldn't believe. So that was um, that was my upbringing. Although that was just because um, I really think the core of a lot of the, that time of hippies, there was a lot of incredible um, breaking free of the restraints. There was a lot of fighting yeah. against what the government was doing. There was a lot of fighting against um, war and and yeah. um, the use of nuclear energy, nuclear um, right, weapons. Yeah. So there was a lot of protesting. That. Mm. that was really and there was a lot of incredibly healthy living as well. So living yeah. from your garden, and yeah. you know, we grew up from living from our veggie garden and milk from our goat, and um, you know, um, so that was really there was a lot of incredible things I'm beautifully grateful for. Mm. Um, they just had not enough boundaries. Yeah. With their so own when behavior. you say you saw things you shouldn't have seen or or heard or experienced. Yeah. Um, what did you take away from that? Like, what was your? Um... That's a really that's a really big question, and I'm still trying to find a core answer for that. I think a lot of um, one of the you know confronting core answers to that would be that sex is love. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which clearly it's not. It's part of many. You know, love is so multifaceted. It's yeah, um, such a huge uh, and beautiful thing. Mm. That, but that was that's how it was shown. Um, there was yeah, um, and that is um. You know, I still feel a bit um, sad for myself, not in a bad way. That that was a, that was such a big part of my mm. belief system until. Yeah, so much has changed in the last couple of years. So. Yeah. Um, I'll just fly through that little bit. So the recognition then went into teen years. Mm. Um, and by that stage, I had really um, turned my belief into what this was about wanting to be female, be a girl, be a woman. Um, I had sexualized that and turned it into something that I was incredibly ashamed of. No one knew I kept it. Yeah. Well, they, in hindsight, there might be some people that did, but I tried to keep it so hidden and I was incredibly ashamed of it, but I sexualized it. Mm. Um, and and that's how I f- um, would feel feminine. So that was mm. that became very unhealthy for me as well. Well, it's very easy to do when it's in the media. That's how we... Women are portrayed yeah. as sexual. Yeah. yeah. It's so often the message. And, you know, like introduction at that age, you know, you start to get introduced to, you know, Playboy and Penthouse magazines and seeing women who were being sexualized and yeah. depicted as objects. Yeah, objects. And so that became um, part of this, uh, the unhealthy and erosive expression of where I've got to now. Um, and and that was really with me for in, until, you know, I was 47 when I came out, so mm. 46, 47, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, childhood. Mm. And so um, 
when you say you came out, who did you tell? Who were the, who's, was okay. the first person? My coming out story um, <laughs> is, is a little embarrassing because I would, um, for a long time, I had been, um, I don't like the term cross-dressing, but essentially that's what I was doing. Yeah. So I would have, uh, you know, a time to myself and I would, um, I would fill some balloons with water and put them inside a bra and I would put on some of my partner's clothes. Sorry if you're listening, um, <laughs> but I did. And, and I would just do something menial around the house like I would clean. Or often I would sexualize that experience as well because yeah. I was still caught in that. But um, when it got to actually coming out, I would just be doing it and um, baking and cleaning. Yeah. Okay, so classic <laughs> Betty Crocker girl. And, <laughs> Lovely. Um, and and then I would dispose of everything. Yeah. Okay, so you know, still shame. And sometimes that cross-dressing would last five minutes, ten minutes, never really more than 15 minutes because okay. I would be so yeah. worried that someone it, would knock at yeah, the door or yeah, someone yeah. would find out or somehow of I'd be caught. Uh, so I... Um, and this... Uh, please understand, this was going right up until 40... I just turned 47. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think. Anyway, timeline there's a bit shaky, but three years ago. Um, and um, and so I would pop these balloons and I would unethically, in the sense of ecology and looking after the planet, I would flush them because <laughs> then they could never be found. Yes. <laughs> um, and I had forgotten to flush them, so I'd pop them, thrown them. And uh, my partner at that time said, what's with the balloons? And I made up some panic story, right? So I'd been found. I'd been... Yeah. So I went into extreme panic. And I often would go into that panic when I mm. felt like I was about to get caught out. Um and it had happened quite a few times. Um, and then later that night, you know, I hopped into bed and I said, look, this is what that's about. Yeah. So this is what I've been doing when I get the time to. And this, uh, who I think I am. Mm. Couldn't say it was that I was transgender. I, you know, I'd said I don't know, but I really, that's, I love how that feels. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, you know, and I feel really ashamed when I was crying, you know, not... I could never cry very well, and I'll get to that oh. in a little bit, because I, I cried very easily as a child, and I was reprimanded once or twice oh, in a way that yeah. was really unpleasant. Um, mm. So I learned, and I was mocked by my older brother, and I was... Boys don't cry. Yeah, and my dad, not, you know, my dad's lovely, so it wasn't done in a bad way, but it was done, yeah. in, you know, in a way that made me feel like I was disappointing him. Um, so I was really locked down with crying like I, yeah. really tragic things could happen I could lose you know lost a beautiful friend in my 30s and I had a couple of tears come out but I just would you know but then I would watch TV or a movie yeah. or the Olympics or someone doing something <laughs> amazing and I'd have tears coming out of my yeah. eyes um, and I got so worried about I'll, t- I'll stop talking about the crying but I got so worried <laughs> about what would happen if I actually let myself cry mm. I was terrified of what would happen like I might yes. not actually live through it oh right yeah, okay like it might yeah. it was going to be so there was so much that was going to come out they say t- crying is really mm. good and yeah. to like let it absorb into your oh face oh my god and... I've cried so much since, <laughs> since moving into this it's you know and I you know um, over things that are beautiful as well as things that are yes sad. yeah so um yeah, so I got caught, uh, and I came out, and 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 then um, and then. And very, how, how was that for um, you? How was it there was, to was, do that? Initially, there was a lot of anxiety to do with it. I was course, really yeah. anxious, but there was also this feeling of pending relief. Yeah, um, I don't have to hide that anymore. Yeah, um, from that person, and then my best friend. Um, in Melbourne was visiting amazing beautiful um, friend and um, and I started telling her and um, and it came out in a way I communicated in a way that I hadn't been able to for a while which was really calm like normally I'm all over the place amazing and I just had this really calm beautiful moment with her where I um, said this is 
Graham and she just gave me a hug and she goes, girl, let's go op shopping. <laughs> I was like, ah. So, um, so we went out op shopping and I got my, you know, she bought me some things. Yeah. It was just, the acceptance was just beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then I started sharing it with close friends. Mm. Couldn't share it with family. I've got two sons in their, no, one's mid-twenties and one's, well, they're both kind of three years apart. So they're in, essentially in their mid-twenties. Um, I was um, so took um, two and a half years mm. to get to the point. I'd been on HRT for a certain amount of time before I got to the point. For one year, I'd been on it yeah. before I got to the point of talking to them. And and family, I was so worried about telling my big brother and my dad. Yeah, so worried, um, like to the point of practically being physically ill. And yeah. And mental health declining incredibly um, mm. over that. Um, uh, and someone gave me a really interesting context. And they're like, you're in this really, really, it's, and it's really horrible to see you're in this really painful, so I'm going to start crying, really painful place. Um, and that place is you being too scared to talk about it um, and tell people. Um, and so your life is is really hard yeah people can Living see that yeah. yeah um and so getting to um they said you're gonna step through that telling anyway and there's some mm. people will fall away by the wayside and yep. some of those will end up coming back because they just adore you and want to have you in their life and others will move on as people do yeah so you've you've got this choice to walk through into that unknown now and go through whatever is there whether it's acceptance whether it's pain whether it's um, um, rejection mm. so all of the things that you're fearing um, or you can stay in this space yeah um, stuck yeah stuck and so and that and was being authentic is mm. is really in the end easier isn't it yeah mm. and that was incredible gift that that person yeah. shared with me incredible gift and um, I had been dropping little, I had been dropping little seeds, little yeah. crumbs, doing a little bit of Hansel and Gretel with my children um, and talking about how I'd been going through counselling. You have to go through quite a lot of psych, well, I certainly <clears throat> did, psych work to get to a point where I was eligible to start HRT. Yeah. Um, so I've been talking. I said I'm not ready to talk about what that is, but there's a lot going on, and I really need to find. Um, this is how I'd worded it to them months earlier. I need to find a place where I'm more grounded and, and okay with where things are at, so I can talk to you. So they were already a bit worried, obviously, because like, what's going on? Yeah. So when I told them, and um, I rang them up, said I need you both to be on the phone at the same time. Okay. And. And um, uh, and I went out walking, mm. just around Castlemaine, <laughs> on my phone. I said, "Okay, so um, uh, uh," and they're like, "What? What is going on?" I'm like, "I'm transgender." They went, "Oh, settle." <laughs> you know? You've like, made oh, it out God. to be bigger than yeah, it was. I'm like, I was so, I've been so so worried about telling you. And I said, "Look, you have brought us up to be accepting of everyone." Yeah. And why would that be any different for you? Isn't that beautiful? So just, they're just so beautiful, those boys, um, men. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm like, look, and I said to them, look, I'll, I'll try and keep it really, like when I'm around you so you don't feel uncomfortable, I won't. And they said, just dress how you want. Do whatever it Excellent. is you need to do <laughs> to be happy with yeah. you. All we want is you to be happy. Yeah. So. Um, and then I crossed that bridge of telling my dad, and I was really anxious. Oh, yeah. um, and he just went, um, "Who you?" There was there was other context we won't go into, but there was a, the the core of it was. Um, there's certain things about you that are just you, and what you choose. That's your. That's got nothing to do with anyone else. So. Your gender expression, your sexuality, 
you know, if um, in, it went into some other things, you know, there was religion, there was a few other yeah. topics, but those those ones, he goes, well, that's, you know, that's just totally for you. Yeah. And he goes, you just don't need to worry so much about what other people think. That's amazing. Um, so understanding. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I had built up so much fear yeah. and so much anxiety about telling people because I had kept it shamefully hidden. Yes, yeah. Um, that um, it made me really quite ill. Um, mm. Psychologically, mentally, emotionally. Yeah. Um, really unstable. Um, and, you know, the, the really hard part of that, that was I was contemplating, you know, ending my life mm. as no. opposed to facing that. Mm. And it, you know, so I had a bit of shame afterwards. Like, wow, they've all just, you know, totally underestimated everyone. Because realistically, my story coming out from from there and and before there and with everyone, I am, uh, I feel incredibly blessed and loved. Mm. You know, people mm. have, um, you know, not everyone has had, you know, this fairy tale romance coming out that I have. Um, and I'm really beautifully grateful to everyone around yeah. me with that. Um, and, you know, I, um, it doesn't mean it's been easy still. No. You know, there's still been a lot of things that have come up, but that I'm really, really privileged with. So, yeah. That's great that um, they were, um, they exceeded your expectations. <laughs> so far and so beautifully. And, um, you know, there's, and the, part of that is you too. You know, mm. the way you are is the way they are too. Yeah, yeah, because you brought up your children mm. like that, mm. and so, yeah, they they they're accepting because you are. Yeah, yeah. Um, beautifully put. Thank mm. you. Um, yeah, there's their acceptance, and they've got a lot of catching up to do now, mm. and they're trying. They really are. It doesn't mean yeah. um, there's certain things. Like a lot of people, they might not get pronouns. They might not, mm. you know, because I, I sat with them, they, for quite a while as pronouns. Mm. Um, I wasn't sure. I was just, oh, okay, I'll be more feminine. I'll, I'll see what happens on HRT, um, which is hormone replacement therapy, yeah. um, taking estrogen and testosterone blockers. Yes. And so I just thought I'd see where that took me and I went in very gently with that in the lowest level I could lots of mm. reassessments with endocrinologist with GP and with psych yeah because I just didn't want to I, I know what I wanted yeah but I am you know classic Torian bullet a gate just <laughs> let me let me be at the end game now yeah. um, so I really tried really hard to um, to pace going mm. and and realistically it's been such a short space from there to now, you know, it's, I started HRT um, in the afternoon of May the 23rd, 2020. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah so that's when I started. Um, and I got to do a lot of this initial thing throughout lockdowns. Yeah. So I got to do a lot of it just mm. with me. Yeah. And now I'm really, you know, grateful. That must have been a great time. For that space. Yeah, yeah it really was. Connect um, with yourself. Yeah. And mm. deal with, you know, and process and deal with a lot of, um, uh, a lot of the issues that come with shaming yourself for so long. Yeah. You know, because that's very erosive. Um, so it's, not, it's repairable in a lot of ways, but it's Absolutely. very erosive. Mm. So, um, but yeah, just went gently with HRT and God, it's amazing. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. So tell us about that. You're saying that your skin feels different. Oh, I know it does. It's just, um, and I love that. There's, um, there's some really interesting elements. Like one of the first things that I noticed, and I think I chatted to you on the phone about this particular thing. It's was the first thing I um, really noticed was my sense of smell. Yeah. Okay. And. Um, you know, sorry to all the guys listening, but guys stink. <laughs> let me not, let me not be such a sassy bitch and so rude. Um, I just found it really, really over overpowering. 
and right. and I found it unpleasant. So um, when you say your sense of smell, was it like all your senses, or well, there was a few other things that smell. Um, few other things that became really um, I noticed, and I'm like, like I do a lot of bushwalking, um, oh. and I did a lot of walking. I realise now a lot of that was running from something or walking, you know, right. um, engaging my fight and f- flight. Yeah. Um, but I'd be walking through the bush and be like, oh my God, what is that sweet honey smell? What flower is that? I'd walk off the trail trying to find wow. where it was coming from. So and so there was certain flowers, and a lot, most of it was, you know, like um, native and indigenous to the area, but it was, you know, some of the wattles and some of the flowers that come out in September. Because mm-hmm. I'd started in May, so by the time I got to, I'd started to notice these first changes, August, September. And... Um, and I'm like, wow, that is just intoxicatingly beautiful, that smell. Um, <laughs> and where is it? What's it coming from? And it wasn't that it necessarily got any stronger as I um, as I got closer to the flower. It was more that it was just on the breeze, you know. You get those, yeah. those, in those days when you're just coming out of the Castlemaine cold and you've got the bit of sun and a bit of warmth, yeah. Um, and... Sounds amazing. Um, so that was yeah, that was that part. And then there was um, uh, noticed change in my skin. Yeah. Um, and that was that's been gradual. That's still I'm still noticing that, and I absolutely love it. Mm. It's um, so I really noticed it first, like on the back of my shoulders, and um, oh. uh, like. Yeah, I'm touching my shoulders now if you hear that. <laughs> um, uh, so I noticed that. and um, But now it's, you know, my, my skin's changed everywhere. Yeah. Right. Everywhere. Um, so there was that. And then it got to December and I'd upped my doses a bit by then. So every yeah. couple of months I was trialing a little bit more. And I, I noticed mm. kind of this hard disc under my nipples. Like right. this is something I was like, what's going? You know, what's uh, oh, it's a bit tender. What is that? And I'm like, oh my god, it's <laughs> happening. Um, it was. I was. You know, I'm so proud. Yeah. Of what my what I'm growing myself. Yeah. Um, and and that was really exciting. And and it was in that December that I um, but December when I noticed that I'd also just started low level testosterone blockers. So that. Mm. Previously, six months had just been um, what they call monotherapy, so just taking one okay. of the, which was estrogen. Um, and then I, you know, saw an endocrinologist in, and then my boobs started to grow really quickly. Oh. Um, well, really quickly, I felt like it was, you yeah. know, um, and um, and saw an endocrinologist and got put onto a, a higher doses of both the testosterone blockers and estrogen in January. Um, and I also, um, tried, um, progesterone, um, but I had a adverse reaction to progesterone, um, which I was really just because I'd read things about like, oh my God, it doesn't, you know, I was probably jumping in too early. Oh yeah. Classic taurine (laughs) border gate thing. So, um, so So do they kind of just work out what is best for you according to your, your blood tests? Okay. Blood tests. Yeah. So you do regular, um, uh, blood tests to see, you know, and they try and balance, um, for you try and get a a balance that is within the, um, the normal range for a cisgendered woman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the goal for that. And, um, I've got another one of those coming up, so I don't know where I'm at at the moment. Mm. Um, to be honest, I got a bit. Uh, this year's been there's been some moments been really tough, and I've been a little bit irresponsible with my um, regime, okay. and I upped my doses without permission, oh. okay. um, which is completely not advisable. Mm. Um, and I got reprimanded, slap on the wrist, <laughs> um, and um, and now I've settled back into where I'm at. I'm actually there's a whole range of things that, that have happening in my life that have settled my mental health back down too. Because yeah. in hindsight, you know, um, I may have that may have been part of a range of things that were contributing to yeah. bad mental health throughout um, this year. So yeah, so notice that, and then 
that's just been ongoing. Mm. Um, my eyes um, had gone more, much more grey blue before HRT, and there's more blue has come back into them. So that's your eyes else. have changed yeah. colour. Yeah. Wow. So, um, and that's fascinating. Yeah. Um, and and then there's you know um, you get fat redistribution. So my yeah. f- shape of my face has changed a little bit, okay. and the shape of my nose, my nose is a little bit um, smaller and narrower. Gee, <laughs> um, you know, I didn't realise I had so much fat in my nose, um, and and tiny. You know, I've got no butt, but you know, I've got more butt than I've ever had. I just would love to have more butt. Um, and thighs, but um, I could probably do squats and you know and work that. And I keep saying to myself, I'm going to do squats. I'm going to work <laughs> at it. Um, and I don't. I just you know um, talk about it. Yes. <laughs> so there's like body you. shape feels this change. Um, uh, a whole range of things to do with um, not to do with sexuality, as in um, sensuality. Yeah, sensual uh, massively. Mm. Massively, and um, uh, and it also it it you know testosterone blockers. You know, testosterone is down as low as it, I can get it. Um, maybe we'll see what happens this next um, blood tests, but that really affects masculine sex drive, and that's a, there's something really mm. incredible in that. Um, masculine sex drive is incredibly distracting. Yeah, yeah. It's invasive and distracting and... Mm. and Takes your energy. Yeah. So it's been incredibly peaceful. Mm. Um, mm. Beautifully peaceful. Mm. Um, hasn't changed a whole... You know, I'm more interested in sensuality, you know, yeah. and um, there's a whole range of things there that um, I just get to explore myself as a single trans woman, <laughs> you know. So that's yeah. and it's lovely. It really is. It's um, it's um, j- even really little things like just you know, um, you know, back of my wrists or or inner wrists, and mm. there's just things that and the tactileness and yeah. um, and smells and perfumes and um, yeah. There's a whole range of things that are just beautifully enticing. They're not intoxicating in the same way. It's not that masculine lust and sex drives. Um, mm. But once again, I, I actually feel freed from that because that was... Um, intense, was yeah, it? it? was intense and it was mm. always there and it was... Okay. Um, and it affected um, relationships, friendships. Right. It was just... Um, when I say affected, it affected how I would internally react. It would affect how, what my brain would do. You know, it mm. would misconstrued friendliness okay. as um, interest. Right, yep. Um, and it would, um, yeah, just, I'm so, um, that's a really incredible relief. And so your attraction is still to... Uh, females yeah predominantly yeah. although you know uh, there have you know there has been some tiny moments I've never really been attracted to guys there's elements about um, intimacy with a guy that feel feminizing but right. that's based on a lot of the toxic stuff that I and a lot of the shameful elements of how I thought about um, um, where I was at so I didn't realize that there was just me wanting to be a woman. Mm. I wanted to be. I thought that was one way I could get to there. Was you know in fantasy world was to be um, uh, sexualized. Um, but I never really liked yeah. guys. Um, and uh, you know, although you know, I have to say, you know, there is some. There's not a someone. I don't know them, but there's just. I saw someone recently. I was like, my fucking goodness, you are just gorgeous <laughs> it's the first time i've had that it was like my you are yeah. so gorgeous and um but yeah my it's, your possibilities have opened up yeah well it's not even it's just ex- accepting that as well that person was gorgeous yeah so um but i um i absolutely 
And maybe adorable. it's beyond gender, is it? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. they're just gorgeous person. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't even know them. They're just yeah. beautiful face yeah. and physique. And um, and totally not what I thought I would ever, you know, have that reaction to. Yeah. I was a little startled. I blushed massively. Yeah, really? <laughs> you know, I got waved at. And I just was like, you know, total woo yeah, swoon. Yeah, nice. um, <laughs> But yeah, I just adore um, um, female form just beautiful yeah. you know um in in all facets yeah you know it's just beautiful so um i'm not really I'm, I'm there's no it's this way or that way no um you know uh don't know there's there's so many things about yeah, the future that explore yeah don't know and um if if a right person enters my life mm. and it feels right on multiple levels yeah. then I'll wait and see I don't know yeah yeah, mm. yeah I'm just happy to have me in my life at the moment that's this is a really big new step for me it's like oh no I'm just gonna love me give um, yourself some yeah. time living yeah. by myself for the first time in my life yeah. as someone you know turned 50 next May and I'm you know this is the first time and it's that's been really really incredibly challenging but I feel like I'm just quite quickly coming into it and going yeah. oh, this is going to be amazing yeah i can you know i can feel what that um excitement mm. and anticipation even the you know the fact that this morning i i got up and made myself the most incredible breakfast yeah you know um and normally i would do something like that for someone else yes. i would love doing that for someone else i just adore making food that's my love language for someone um and so i'm doing that for me now yeah, perfect. And, um, yeah, it's really exciting. So, and um, so, um, um, did you want to talk about um, like when you came out to people and how their reactions were? Like, yeah, uh, do you mean as in because um, um, you said initially you were ashamed of how. Yeah. How you felt. Yeah. Um, look, predominantly, and I mean predominantly as in 99.8% of the people that I've spoken to have just gone, that's amazing. You know, so, you know, lots yeah. of people having, um, uh, been saying, oh, we're so proud of you. This is, you know, um, I mean, a lot of people go, well, that must be really hard. And because and I'm like living in the moment a lot, Yes, it has been. Getting yeah. to there has been incredibly hard. Yeah. Now that I'm here, it's just is, and it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, but so th- that point two percent. Yes. Um, you know, there's been these really classic and highly invasive um, responses, and from um, from both um, male and female, predominantly from you know a couple of males that have been okay. know me for a long time. Yeah. So, since yep. one since childhood and one since you know mm. one another one for decades, and they're like, oh, you know. So I'm going to male voice. Oh, um, <laughs> it's like, oh, what? So you're going to chop your dick off? <laughs> and I'm like, wow. whoa. <laughs> um, and my instant response to them was, oh, oh no, it's not a DIY. <laughs> you know, you go to a <laughs> you go to a trained surgeon to get that done. I'm not doing that myself. Oh, um, and then I, um, I had this massive, hilarious conversation with this beautiful friend in Melbourne, and she mm-hmm. was going, "Oh my god!" And we're joking about, "Oh, when, when did, when did, um, I did become so important to you? Like, if I go through reassignment surgery, yeah. should I get into put it in a jar and you know, I'll post it to you? <laughs> <laughs> like, how important is this to you? Yeah, um, like, what's it got to do with him? Yeah, and, and what why is your body going jump, on with your body? Why jump straight to such an invasive question? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and because that's not okay. You do not, you know. Um, I suppose it's all that masculine stuff, isn't it? Mm, that macho yeah. kind of. Yeah. Well, a really big part of that person's, they went on to try and, because they responded to me going, you know, it's not a DIY and me mm. being very facetious about it. Um, and they're like, oh, but, you know, you, you know, I've heard that if you're on um, the hormones, 
<laughs> there's no no correct dialogue in any of it, but yeah. they're like, oh, you you know, you won't be able to fuck anymore. Right. And I'm like, oh, there's so much more to life than just <laughs> than just you know. Yeah. And I'd I'd already been on HRT for a while before this person. Right. So okay. I'd already you know uh, my sex drive had changed and. And I thought that was really weird. It's like, you know, here's this person who's the same, a little bit older than me, actually. Yeah. And they're behaving, like, excuse all the potty mouth, too, but they're behaving like, you know, a badly behaved teenage fuckboy who's just yeah. all about, oh, we've got to... Yeah, you know, exactly. It's just Yeah, all like about, at that age. Yeah. Like, there's just... Well, it doesn't matter what age, really, but, it, you yeah, know, like, you should have learnt something by then. <laughs> um, so, um, and I've had one other... Um, family member bring that same topic up right. uh, in a sense of concern. Like if you do that, you know, mm. will it be something that you regret? Yes. Um, and um, look, we don't know. You, you go into things and you don't know if you're going to regret. What I do regret is that I've pretended to live as something that so was not me. Yeah. Um, and it's not even a regret now because now I get to do it. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't matter what happened then because that's yeah, gone. True. I can't change that. So um, I can just... Learn um, from it. Yeah, and live in the now and yeah. and what happens will happen. I can't mm. let myself worry too much about that. Although there is lots of things that would like to happen. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, talking about that and moving forward, like mm. what would you like, what is your vision for um, your future? It's, it's a really wonderful question, thank you, because um, moving into transitioning mm. was so much about... Um, fantasizing about where I might get to. Yeah, like a destination. Yeah. Like and yeah. I'll you know, I'll be this and I'll do this and mm. um and you know, uh really looking into researching and trying to understand um a whole range of things to do with reassignment surgery, you know, if my boobs didn't grow would I get breast augmentation? Mm. Uh looking into you know, all of these things to try and make myself passable or not clockable, you know, language that's used, so that I can just live as I am without people going, oh, Not that? doing the double take. Yeah. Mm. But I'm at this point now where I care. like... No. <laughs> you know, well, that's um, all right. Yeah. Get a bit of attention. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just... Well, not even that. I just go... Um, when I had someone say something to me the other day, and they're like, they're like a bit... Um, a guy being... You know, who didn't know, who's known me for a long time, came into my workplace and... And they went, oh, well, you know, you need to know I'm okay with it. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I really don't give a fuck if you are or you're not. Yeah, exactly. You know, because it's not about you. No. This is me and it's for me. And, um, you know, I'm the only person that needs to be okay with that. There's people that I really hope embrace and love and keep me in their lives and I love them dearly and Mm -hmm. they're very special to me. But I'm the, so I'm going to start crying again. I'm the only person that this matters to. Yes. And yeah. and I love it. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, but that's, you know, I was very, mm, um, <laughs> uh, so moving forward. It's funny yeah. because the intention was good. Yeah. But it's yeah. just um, that masculine kind of way of saying it, you yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, um, like we didn't ask for your permission. Yeah. But. Yeah. But the intention was good. Yeah. Agreed. And my reaction was a little bit, you know, I had, I had my, yeah. kitty, my kitty claws out. Um, so moving forward is just living it. Yeah. It's yeah. just living it. And, um, you know, I've got some obstacles that, you know, I've still, you know, um, there's things that I would really like. Um, yeah. You know, my, one of the really big obstacles is going to the beach for me. So yes. um, first... Um, first bikini ad. I'm actually wearing my bikini top now because I'm going Ooh, to a friend's spa exciting. a little bit later from straight from here, and I'm helping them with stuff. But yeah, um, and I love it. Oh my god, I love yeah. it. But um, and they're, they're, you know, she's beautiful, beautiful, wonderful um friend, trans yes. woman that I know. Yeah. Um, and um, so. I get to wear it out. Yeah. You know, they have seen it already. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. when I was visiting last, I was wearing like, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's a big obstacle. I'm um, also, um, ha- my body has been ravaged by testosterone. I had started losing my hair when I was 22 and that's been really, really, I've lived in hats. The dysphoria of not, of being, okay. 
um, ball mm. um, is really hard. So I'm now investigating um, possibilities. Like I'm looking at wigs and wigs yeah. are really gorgeous and wonderful. But in the middle of summer in, you know, central oh, Victoria when it's, it's 40 degrees, it's like, no. So yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I've been looking at it for a couple of years now, the idea of getting scalp tattoo, floral tattoo. Oh, yeah. Um, so that... Um, so that, I mean, I could just shave my head, but you still see male mm. pattern baldness, and that's um, so it's just about prettying myself up a bit. Um, so then, if you tattooed it, you'd have to shave it all the time. Yeah, which I do anyway, but oh, you w- okay. I won't. You won't see where there was and yeah, was hair and what and there isn't hair. Mm. It'll just be, um, uh, you know, um, beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I, f- I feel like I've got a nice shaped head. I'm not too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Um, there's little things that I haven't I haven't gone out in summer dress yet. Okay. So, like, I'm, I'm a bit of a newbie into That's it, really. That's really revealing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have once, um, and I've got a few. Uh, I, I have, you know, I feel like I should be at um, Shoppers Anonymous meeting right now. Like, I do have a problem online shopping. Um, it needs to stop. <laughs> I'm sure there's people out there that can relate to the yes. fact that, oh, my God, you know. <laughs> well, and then down. they make it so easy. All you have to do is hit, yeah. oh, it's done. Uh, it's on then its way. Have... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but little things like, you know, um, I want to look after my nails more. Yeah. You know, I have been a nail biter. Um, uh, and I want to yes. look after my nails and, and get my nails done. Mm. Um, uh, you know, I, I am still doing laser hair removal on my face. So I want to continue doing that so yeah. that... Because um, I will shave twice a day. I don't need to. It's I don't have dark hair or anything. It's just that I can feel it. You know, I touch yes. my chin and I'll feel this slightly abrasive feeling. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I feel like I should have a razor in my purse all the time. It's like, oh, <laughs> just just ducking off to the powder room. Like, <laughs> um, because it, uh, I really... Did the hormones it, help a bit with that? Yeah. yeah, and changed body hair growth. Okay. I mean, I've never been hairy. I've yeah. just never been hairy. Like, I think I had 12 hairs on my chest. Um, you know, and they're gone now. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um, so there's those things. There's other things I want to um, uh, embrace more body movements. I'm just really yeah. loving getting back into dance. Nice. Um, I was never a dancer, but I loved dancing. Mm. Um, so there's there's that. There's connecting, like coming out of a lot of dark and going through a lot of depression and um, getting... Um, uh, getting to the point of, um, of, you know, considering that suicide was only an, an only option, mm. um, and this has come up a lot throughout my life. This that mentality started actually when I was ten. So, oh, okay. um, suicidal is it called idolization or I date anyway? I don't know the word. There's a, yeah, there's right. a word that I should know, but I, so, um, and I'm not. I've had times I'm very ashamed of that because there's yeah. people that are fighting for their lives. Yeah. And I'm thinking about, you know, not having, but now I want to live and I want to connect. Great. Like I feel yeah. this this beautiful sense of wanting to connect with people, which is mm. clear from how much I talk. Like you've got to say three words for this <laughs> whole thing. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. So, um, but yeah, so that's, um, and I just want to live. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's lots of other things in life. Like I would like to work less and earn more. Yes. So I've got more time to connect. Yes. And more money to shop. Yeah. (laughs) Such a consumer. Um, You know, I would love to, um, I would love to be making more food. I'd love to try, you know, like the world's changed so dramatically. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of things confronting in that in itself um, for everyone on the planet. But I would love to travel and and do provincial food with people. Mm, mm. Um, you know, um, uh, you know, I'd love to sit down and make things. With yeah, Nonna. you can like do that in other countries. You can go and do a cooking yeah. course. Yeah, which I would. We, we did that in Vietnam. Really, it was so much fun. I've heard other people have done. Yeah, yeah. Up, up at Sapa. Yeah, yeah, little um, little you know village and. Yeah, yeah. That would be. I would love to Amazing. do that. Yeah. Just um, because food's such a beautiful love language, it is, and it's yeah. a universal language. Although you know, there's the beauty of flavors from different parts of the mm. world, and there's so much I don't their, know. Even after style. so yeah. many years of being involved in in cooking, mm. um, I would love to sing. 
Ooh, I nice. would love to sing. I've done music for a long time and I haven't yeah. sung. So I would love to. I've played bass guitar for for musicians, incredible, beautiful, lovely musicians. And I'm very lucky to have played for the people I have. Um, and, and I hope to play for them again, but I would love to get to a point where I can not just be at the back playing bass. Well, I never was just the back. I was taking up a lot of space <laughs> when on stage. Good, yeah. Um, so, Expression. Yeah. <laughs> but it, to do with transitioning, it's just I get to live it now. Um, you know, I get to, I get to, you know, there's a lot of people that haven't actually seen me, you know, because of lockdown. Yeah. There's a lot of people that haven't seen me since I've I can imagine. come out. So um, it's like you're starting to, you know, put things in your schedule now yeah. because we're out of lockdown. Yes, I'm so busy, <laughs> but I want to meet. I want them to meet me. Yeah, like I and maybe for the first time. Yeah, yeah, and, and you can be yourself, which is incredible. That's really incredible thing because I did chameleon myself to it. Because yeah. when you're in, when you're hiding something mm. like that, and you, you've made it so shameful and so. Um, needed to be hidden then you start to present i would do this thing where i'd chameleon to people so i would present something that yeah and we all do it to a degree yeah that's right we do we whoever you're with Mm. you you put your story around that yeah Yeah. but then it got to a point where i was quite different with people and i would find i'd get massive anxiety if i was going to a party yeah because it'd be all of these people different people (laughs) well all these people that are there that know me but they might yeah. So oh, who am I going to be? Yeah. So, you know, my beautiful friend in Melbourne recognised this very early on and so she would be like, can I have a party? Please come, please come. And mm. I'll get you to DJ. Yeah. Because then I'd have nice. a task. Yeah. And I'd have a role and I could just sit yeah. in that. Uh, or I'll get, or come to the party, will you, you know, will you cater for us? And I'd yeah. love to, please let me yeah. do that. I love having that task to do. Because um, I didn't have to... Then you'd do a little socialising yeah. on the side. Yeah. yeah. Or I'd be, I could socialise but be yeah. a little bit distracted. I'm, you know, so the, what they were getting presented with was either me DJing, which you can't mm-hmm. really chat to because I'm, you know, or, um, or me cooking. So there'd be, you know, so. Yeah. Um, but both were also doing something lovely for everyone. Yeah. And, and for that, the, that act of giving. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of these people, um, there's family members that are just so beautiful like my mm. cousin the one that i tried her bathing suit on when i was eight yeah. or nine um she was so beautiful and, and my aunt her mum, um who i'm just calling mum now because, yeah nice. um, my cousin was like oh my god you you know you know you're not my cousin anymore you're my sister <laughs> uh, she goes finally i've got a sister Yay. she's the only child oh. um and that was really beautiful and i'm just rolling with that yeah you know, so i yeah. will um yeah. And they're just, um, they're gorgeous. Can't wait to see them. But I haven't yeah. seen any of my extended family. Yes. Um, and um, and most of my immediate family haven't seen me now uh, as I am now because it's, yeah. a, it's a progression every day. Yeah, of And course. some days I get up and I you know, chuck some cargo pants and a T-shirt yeah. on. And <laughs> one of the things that I've just started to learn is, um, and this is really important to me and it's, been really beneficial incredibly beneficial is to embrace the masculinity that i have yes and that's been and i'm not necessarily saying it isn't how i dress or present myself but no. there's an energy and a driving force behind that of masculinity yeah. that is um uh that i was trying to lock out yeah you know like i'm already doing it um hormonally to a degree mm. but um, and I was, I didn't like a lot of it, but mm. now I'm going, well, hang on. There was a lot of really beautiful things about yeah. um, who you were and who you were as a man and yeah. who you were as a teenager and a boy. Um, so, and they're, they're part of the things that have made you who you are now. So yeah. I'm imb- allowing myself to embrace both that masculine and, and feminine. Um, exactly. And... We, I all, still we much, all need both. Yeah. We need a balance. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, st- I just still love... I'm new to makeup, okay? So yeah. I am only... <laughs> what am I? I'm um, three months into using makeup. Yeah. I love it. It's yeah. so... You know, unless I'm feeling rushed. And then yeah. it's like, oh my God, I got my other. But it's um, it's so sensual and it's such a beautiful thing to do. The brushes feel amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and, I, and I see more of me 
mm-hmm. you know, come out. And that's really, um, I love that. Um, I did have a day yesterday where I, um, I just done my makeup and I'm, I'm trying to be fairly subtle, you know, like, um, not gaudy or, but then yeah. I've, I, there's some eighties things that I just really oh, drawn yeah. to. Like <laughs> I wanted to be a teenage girl in the eighties, right? I just did. Um, but I did, yes, yeah, I just did some yesterday. I looked in the mirror and, and I saw more of who I was than mm. where I am. So that was, and, mm. and I've initially felt really taken back by that. I felt, mm. oh my God, you like, you know, I'm just going to wear a mask today. You know, I don't need to. Right. Yeah, but yeah. I, and I was like, no, just, this is you. That's still you. Yeah. And it's just part of you that's showing through. And, you know, um, a lot of self-dialogue there. And I was like, well, you're really trying hard to have balance within that masculine and feminine. Yeah. Um, so, um, so, uh, um, allow that to be because that's there yeah you can't yeah. make that go away and why would you because mm. that's just part of who you are um and you just be good with who you are yeah it doesn't really matter yeah. so um what well, you know so that's yeah that's a really big shift for me and it's really important and i think it's going to be incredibly beneficial for moving forward in life mm. in a whole range of ways so mm. yeah yeah and I can talk underwater. I do need some water. But, um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, listeners, just so you know, I'm skimming the surface. Not really. <laughs> There's so much there. So is there anything you'd like to conclude with? Um, and like uh, a message you'd like to um, express about your experience and ha- how um, far you've come. Because you have to acknowledge how you've far you've come like in a very yeah. short space of time that's mm. amazing work you. that you've done Thank yeah you. I, I i rarely do acknowledge yeah. that um you know like as soon as you asked me my instant response was oh, i wanted to show gratitude to the beautiful people yeah and in, that's important too yeah. in in this town i really truly believe i'm not um i'm not taking this uh any sort of religious context so i'm gonna use the term angels i have met some of the most beautiful angelic people yeah. who have just opened their arms and hearts and accepting and yeah. accepted me and have given me beautiful gifts of compliments and they're just lovely like that they don't need to do any of that but they're just yeah beautiful people and i f- i went through a stage where i felt like i was meeting them every day yeah so i'd be meeting someone or i'd bump into someone and go, oh my god you are just so lovely yeah. thank you so much that is such a beautiful thing that yeah. you're giving and doing yeah. um so and you feel supported yeah yeah and seen and seen yeah, yeah. it's um, important and um and i just you know i have i started writing about it actually i was had this idea i'm going to write about all these beautiful people without yeah, using their names nice. but oh my god um and um you know they have just been incredible in in my growth and strength. Yeah. They have given so much, um, and I'm just really grateful for that. Um, and um, as to the context of how far I feel like I've come, I, I'm not sure. I can't see that really. Um, I, you know, I, I look at before and after pictures, and I go, wow, I don't even, you know, they're not the same yeah. person. Yeah. I jokingly, you know, call who I was my, you know, my twin, you know, my twin <laughs> brother who just waited so long to find me and let me come to the front. That's so, gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just really it's gratitude to the beautiful acceptance of people around me, mm. um, and I absolutely love them. Yeah, I really do. The people around me and people that I am yet to meet, I'm sure there'll be more that I will get to know and love and just think, wow, you're incredible. How did you just turn up in my life? Um, And, um, yeah, I'll get to learn and smile and be Mm. grateful for them as well. Mm. 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 That's lovely. Yeah. Um, Well, yeah, thank you so much for... um, coming and speaking today yeah. Uh, yeah 
You're welcome. I hope I, I mean, I don't hope I did. I just spoke a lot. You didn't get to do much. Oh, no, 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 no. It was really good. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. Thank yeah. you. I feel really, I'm, I feel very grateful and I just feel so comfortable in your company. I, there's more about yeah, you. Yeah, we have more about a connection, I, yeah. I think. Yeah, there's, like. There's more that I want to know. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for letting me share about me. Yeah, we um, met um, at your work, and mm. um, and I think we shared that uh, love of music, and mm. and it was just a really nice way. Yeah. Yeah. I actually met you at your work when I first oh, came really? into town. Yeah. Oh, okay. I would had a beard and a you know, oh, like a okay. 40s style peak cap on and. Um, ah. I came into your cafe and yeah. um, saw your smiling face and your delicious food. <laughs> um, and, you know, that was part of initial day. I went there and then I went, there was the good table was still on the yes, corner. And I spoke right. to Alex as yeah. well on the same day. And I'm like, because I, I am for, only for a short period of time, but I was in Castlemaine. In 1989 and 1990. Yeah, okay. I came back and, wow, this place has become so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't see it then. Yeah, it's got a good mix of people. Mm. I think it's a really interesting yeah. mix, yeah. Mm. So thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> if anything that we've discussed today has brought up any issues, you can contact Lifeline on on. 13 11 14 or Castlemaine District Community Health on 5479 1000 or Trans and Gender Diverse Bendigo and Beyond Social Group on Facebook and Instagram.